What's happening everyone? This is a new episode of The Hustle Hour. We're back with cricket and there's a lot to talk about. Um, India have been touring South Africa and we have covered covered this in our preview video uh, a section as well. So let's get, get straight to things. Uh, in the first two tests that have conspired, uh, it's not gone too well for India. There have been certain selection wars which you could possibly talk about and the balance and setup of the team with the way they went about those two games. But not to say that in those two games, they actually were still in the game for at least 75% of it. It's just that the errors at certain points of the game really, really cost them in the end. So what do you think uh, Kohli could have done in hindsight in those first two games? And how do you think it panned out for Team India? The stats are obviously a problem. I think people, people obviously have had an issue with the amount of chopping and changing in the team, stability in the team is the issue. I thought Rahane should have played from the first test. Dropping Bhuvneshwar from the second test was was kind of a brain fade, I think, for me. Um, in terms of what Kohli could have done better, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to say because the South Africans have been good. These are not easy pitches. The one that you're seeing in this third test is a freakishly hard pitch to bat on, you know, and... From guys like Parthiv Patel playing in overseas conditions, you know, in and in, in on wickets like this, there's only certain amount that they can expect them to do. But I think the the biggest disappointment, uh, on the store from the from all the tests so far, was the fact that none of the Indian batsmen, I think with the exception of Kohli and Pujara, actually put a price on their wicket. You know, I think, sil like mistakes were the feature and agreed. I mean, the South Africans did put a significant amount of pressure on them, but I think some of the giveaways, you know, in, in the manner in which uh, the the top order batsmen lost their wickets, Vijay playing at balls that he wouldn't in India, Pujara driving, you know, at wider balls. So, you know, certain things uncharacteristic. I don't know if it's the pressure or not, but... Uh, yeah, I think I think that'll be the biggest disappointment in for, in terms of what happened uh, on this tour. But a credit to the bowlers; they've been they've been fantastic. Yeah, definitely the bowlers have put in an extremely good show. This uh, performance from the bowlers, in fact, uh, has ranked in the best performances across any Indian bowling attack that's stored in South Africa. They have struck at a, like. They've they've gotten thirty eight wickets at a strike rate of fifty one point four five, which is pretty impressive on these pitches and they've really troubled these South African batsmen and at, uh, as you might say that South Africa was strong with Dale Steyn uh, there have been points in which they've actually also diminished when they've been put up in front of this Indian attack so hopefully the, the, these things continue the the third test that's happening right now um, is interesting as well because we're playing uh, five seamers and Hardik Pandya has given a role more of a batsman because he hasn't bowled too many overs. So I think these things, it's definitely going to be a matter of balance in the end of the day. And if this Indian team can, you know, somehow bounce back in this test and take this momentum into the ODI uh, series and play sensibly, uh, you know, not give away their wickets that cheaply as you were saying. I think it would definitely be like a scope for improvement because they have six ODIs and three T20s. So that's a lot of time for them to be able to figure this out. And given that they're going to play England after this, it's really time that these Indian openers or certain batsmen really step up and show why they've been selected into the side. Yeah, I think a lot of them are playing for their test careers and they know that. But I think that's also might be the problem, you know. 
it just feels like maybe they're feeling a little too much of the pressure but you know you're facing world class bowlers in Philander Morkel and Rabada you know it, it's not easy at all and you'll see that i think even with the australian team that's you know that's due to toss south africa soon i don't I'm, i'm not uh particularly expecting it to go much better for them as well the one the current test going on in johannesburg right now is uh, is very well placed uh, with all to play for really you know or going into day 3 so it, it's a good fight back from the indians but yeah in terms of how much work this test team needs to put into improving their away record the answer is a lot i think one win in the last 24 tests abroad makes for an absolute horror start and um apart from maybe the bowling i just i, I don't see them having figured it all out yet Yeah, there are definitely a lot of problems they need to solve going forward in terms of the way they want to set up their teams and you know in terms of who they want to really step up and play the batsman role in this team and like you know apart from Cheteshwar Pujara and Kohli like there has to be a like, someone who needs to step up and if that's Rahane or Rahul I don't know but that stability will come only if they're going to play more and hopefully they uh, learn from their mistake and next time probably have a practice uh, match before that before they come into a series like this also given that they rested guys like Rahane uh, Pujara for the Sri Lanka series I think those guys could have come down to South Africa before and you know probably started practicing in hand like this could have eased easily uh, helped into their rhythm and you know helped into a lot of things for this indian batting lineup so i think it's going to be interesting for future series to see whether or not you know the the indian cricket as such can you know be able to solve the, these flaws and these things uh, as these series progress kohli did mention that one of the things that really uh, hurt them badly on this uh, in these last two tests was the fact that they were unable to string partnerships and you know to win test matches you need to be stringing partnerships along i think this also comes down to the amount of stability in that top order and dependability you know and they need to figure out that balance uh big away tours coming up both to england and to australia and clearly they can't go in with this kind of game plan because they need to be changing it a little bit they need to to figure out what their best top sixes or who their best six uh test batsmen are and you know take it from there i guess but uh, it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season uh, series sorry pans out especially with this test maybe if they can pull it back keeping in mind the icc rankings and who's and who, whoever remains number 1 by april gets the test the icc test match or whatever but another thing that everyone's or all cricket fans are looking forward to is the ipl auction in in just a couple of days to be held in bangalore uh we we've seen the retained list we called a lot of it you know i i think we called uh, both chennai and you know mumbai pretty much spot on so rajasthan did the smart thing and retained steven smith you know we talked about how ludicrous that was at least they've, they've come to their senses there uh kkr interestingly not retaining gautam gambhir uh, delhi going in with you know al- almost a, a clean slate uh where you know what do you see transpiring these next few days of the auction because honestly and honestly i'm having a hard time you know uh wondering who's going to buy who because it's just it's so many players that are under the scanner you know is there anything that particular that you're expecting to happen 
I don't think there's going to be too many surprises. Uh, there's definitely going to be movement of a lot of big players across many franchises because the the right to match cards and you know uh, the teams are going with uh, a specific approach. Certain teams, as you said, are going with an approach to completely rebuild and certain what teams. What approach are, are RCB taking with retaining Sirfraz Khan? That I'm not really entirely sure. Uh, I mean, one season or what two seasons of like. A few innings which he string together really doesn't deserve a retention, but it's up to them. Let's see. They probably think that he's the future Indian star. Either way, um, it's going to be interesting because you have all these various combinations and permutations with, uh, you know, the likes of Ben Stokes, Mitchell Stark, uh, you know, these big players all on the market, uh, and that teams are going to shell out the money that they deserve. So it's going to be interesting to see the response, uh, you know. Of all these stars to the their new franchises and how this I, IPL season pans out, considering it's a refreshed uh, start. I said I remember mentioning in the last episode. It's always the Indian players or the national team players that end up going for a significant amount of money at this op- at these auctions. It's the one thing that I've noticed. That's why I'm expecting players like you know Krunal Pandya, Yuzvendra Chahal. Uh, Maybe, maybe Dinesh Karthik as well. But a lot of these players are going to go for some serious, serious money. You know, the foreign players, yeah, I think Maxwell, uh, Ben Stokes, like you mentioned. Someone's obviously going to be in there for Gale as well. So, you know, these franchises like Delhi and Rajasthan, they have they have quite a bit of money, right? So they're going to be targeting these marquee players. You know, your Brendan McCullums as, uh, as well. So... That part of it is probably going to be the most exciting part of the auction as well. But, you know, it's just, it's hard to say who goes who goes where. You know, they're just, it's going to be a long, long two days this weekend. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to have a lot of fun just keeping up with it. You know, I'm going to be at work this weekend, but I'm still going to find a way to follow it. Uh, the interesting part about this auction is now that I think there are 538 people going under the hammer. And uh, there are nine players, Indian players that are currently at the under-19 World Cup participating and this is obviously some big money for those kids. You know, uh, Dravid was asked about it the other day, you know, saying that could it be maybe a bit of a distraction for them while they're there, you know, considering the amount of money involved, their first ever IPL contracts, you know, and they're under the hammer, that kind of thing. But uh, these are very very talented kids that are making a mark there at the tournament right now there are two fast bowlers that are bowling at 145 plus Prithvi Shaw at 17 looks like he's going to be a star someday so you know where do you see it going for these guys I think uh, the direction for this Indian under 19 team is only up and with the, the players that have been on display this tournament, there have been many, many standouts. Uh, be it your fast bowlers, be it Nagar Koti, be it Mavi, you know, like Anukul Roy has also been a pick among the spinners. Shivan Gill as well. And the thing with all of these uh, stories is that many of them have don't haven't had the easiest of uh, times getting to this point so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how these uh, players mold into uh, an entire framework which you know is completely going to engulf them in every aspect of their life so these are always interesting storylines to look forward to Uh, i think given that we have a shot to at least make the semi-finals we have we stand a good chance uh, against you know the likes of Australia or England. So uh, hopefully the the boys are able to you know 
win this again and uh, it's only up for indian future uh, indian cricket after this yeah and we're all going to get to see a glimpse of them in the ipl this year there's no doubt that some of them will be in the playing 11s of these really big franchises anyways the ipl auction is up this week and all the players 538 of them to be precise will go into the auction lot of teams looking to rebuild build their teams from scratch this is the most i the most open ipl auction there has been i think um, since almost the start really so it's going to be really really great uh, we're going to have a follow up episode where we follow up episode where we have uh, all all the build up all the reviews of the ipl auction and we look ahead to all the biggest buys well that's all we have from cricket this week we hope you enjoyed this one stay tuned for more episodes on football and basketball this is the hustler